You are listening to the audio preaching podcast from North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California, led by Pastor Jack Treber. Though located in the heart of the Silicon Valley, you will hear fervent, old-fashioned revival preaching from the pulpit of North Valley Baptist Church. It is our desire that you will be helped by this gospel message. This morning I spoke to you concerning one word, and that is to wait. And God wants us to learn this week to wait, to sit still, to be patient. Don't advance when it's unusual days and uncertain days and unbelievable days and situations are just, just wait on God and rest in Him and don't become agitated. But tonight is just the opposite. After you have waited and after you know the will of God, and by the way, while you're waiting and you know the will of God, soul winning is still the will of God while you're waiting. And prayer is still the will of God while you're waiting and I'm waiting. And tithing is still the will of God while we wait. But as we wait and as God gives us direction, then it's one word, it's two letters. It's go, 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 go. Go, 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 go. It's not sit, 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 sit. Sitting is waiting. But it's go, 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 go. I'd like to practice it in all the sections here. Each give you one word, go. We won't take the time tonight. But go, go, go. In chapter 1, verse 8, God gives them, chapter 1, verse 8, but ye shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses in Jerusalem. Period. No. But that's where they stayed. God did not want them to stay in Jerusalem. God said, I want you to wait in Jerusalem for the promise of the Spirit. But they were not supposed to stay there. They were to expand beyond. They were to go, 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 go. But they stayed, 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 stayed. Now, God was doing great things. 3,000 people got saved. People were getting baptized. Miracles were taking place. In chapter one, uh, in chapter one, there was prayer. And in chapter two, there was power. And in chapter three, there was preaching. And in chapter four, there was persecution. And in chapter five, there was a pocketbook. In chapter six, there was a polity as they organized deacon. In chapter seven, there was pain when Stephen the martyr was slain, as Brother Bertram said tonight. In chapter eight, where we are tonight, the plan that God had for them, it was time to fulfill the plan. In chapter number nine, there's Paul. I've taken the 28 chapters and I've used the letter P. You can go on and figure out the different ones perhaps this week. But I do know that we're in the plan where God wants us here in chapter 8, verse 1. Chapter 1, verse 8, ye shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you. Ye shall be witnesses to me in where? Jerusalem and in? But they didn't go to Judea. And Samaria and under the uttermost part of the earth. But they kind of liked it where they were. So they stayed. They had good results while they stayed. They had good decisions while they stayed. They had great offerings while they stayed. Oh, they had difficulties. The Grecian women, uh, widows, uh, complained against the Hebrew uh, that they had been widows, that they'd been neglected in the daily menstruation. And because of that, they had to organize deacons. As they organized deacons to relieve some of the load of the pastor, we will give ourselves, the pastors, chapter uh, number six, verse four, to prayer and to the word of God. And so they said, Deacons, here's your task. But God didn't want to stay there. So God has a way of moving us to where he wants us to go. So God said, I'm going to use persecution. God is using COVID right now. 
I don't know all that God's doing, but I know churches across America, past two years probably no, no different than this one. God has chosen COVID for our churches, I really believe, to purge the church. Every church I know in America has lost members. I, I wouldn't get too nervous about that because God's still going to do something great with those that are left. And I'm hearing pastors say, we're having some of the greatest days. This morning, I would imagine there are over 100 adult visitors in this auditorium I did not know. Where are they coming from? Uh, the crowds were great this morning again. And the balcony up there was filled this morning again. God's doing something. God, God uses purging in our lives. He's going to use persecution in chapter 8, verse 1. The Bible says, Saul, that's going to become Paul next chapter, was consenting unto his death, who was at the deacon. That time, there was two words, great persecution against the church. Persecution purges the church. Persecution fans the flame of the church. The church goes forward. God's not done with the church. The gates of hell shall not prevail against it. If God gives us 2022, say, I wonder, are we going to have a church in America? Oh, yes, we'll have a church. Oh, yes, things are going to go forward. The Bible says great persecution. Which, watch this here, verse 1. You see it there? Which was at Jerusalem. Thank God for the church at Jerusalem. Estimates are between 50 and 100,000 people were members at the church of Jerusalem at this time. Wonderful things happening. But God did not want them to stay there. He gave us the marching orders, chapter 1, verse 8. Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and the world. And he said there was great persecution. And they, in Jerusalem, they were scattered abroad throughout the regions. Watch it. Where are they supposed to go? Judea and Samaria, and they're going to go to the world. God is going to use persecution. God is going to use COVID. So, well, these health directors are winning. These liberal politicians are winning. Oh, no, friend. I'm on the winning side. God's not done with what he sent his son and gave his life for the church. Stop being so fatalistic. Devout men carried Stephen to his burial and made the great lamentation over him. As for Saul, he made havoc of the church, entering into every house and hailing men and women, committed them to prison. Hold it right there. He is a loose, a loose cannon. He is going everywhere. He is hurting the church. But in chapter 9, God's going to shine a light on the Damascus Road and drive him to his knees. And then he was blind for three days. He could not see. God has a plan. I don't know his plan. But I do know this. While I'm waiting, I'm going to do what I can. And I'm going to go, 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 go. I'm going to stay busy for God. I'm going to stay busy in prayer. I'm going to stay busy in passing tracks. I'm going to stay busy preparing for Sunday school. Amen. Amen. It took me a little bit longer to preach this morning because you didn't amen. But the Bible says, verse 4, here's our text. 
They that were scattered, there's that word again. What's the next word? Abroad, what's the next word? They went. Go, 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 go. They went everywhere preaching. 2022 is all upon us. They may be dark days. They may be difficult days. They may be discouraging days. But by the grace of God, God's people that are here in this great auditorium and watching online, I want to challenge us tonight. Go, 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 go. Don't stop, 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 stop. Go, 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 go. Keep going. Keep advancing. We are more than conquerors. None of these things move me. Onward, Christian soldiers marching as to war with the cross of Jesus. I don't know how you are, but I know how I am. I am. Um, I don't like slow drivers. They drive me crazy. I must have touched, touched the nerve. You're all smiling. This happens every time. Every time. It's sort of like Christmas. I get in a shopping line and someone's going to be complaining behind me. Oh, this is the wrong. What's wrong? I'm complaining about the line. I always, always say, it's your fault. <laughs> hey, look at me defensively. I said, it's your fault. I hold the record for choosing the wrong line. And you're behind me. You should have known better. I always choose the uh, price check. And we wait for 45 minutes. We're at a stoplight. The first car is always texting. Has this ever happened to you? Honk, honk. I was at, right over here this last week, and two, three cars behind. Honk, 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 honk. And I'm thinking, you idiot. I'm getting in the flesh. You know, I have to confess it as sin. And, 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 and all of a sudden, yellow, and he goes. Excuse me, let's tell the truth. And she goes. <laughs> it makes me feel good to say things like that. But it was probably a man, but who cares? We'll just say she goes, all right? May I say this? People that, that take off, you drive me, Brother Poussin, don't sit there like a saint. You're not. They drive us crazy, don't they? They just, they just drive, 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 go, 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 go. I can't tell you. He said, where'd you get this message? Go, 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 go. Sitting behind people. I talk to myself all the time. Brother Aldama, I sit there and say, go, 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 go. You can't honk the horn. They'll come out and they'll hit you, they'll kill you. Who knows what they're going to do? But I sit there, my blood pressure raises. Go, 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 go. They sit. You know, I don't know how it is for you. I, I, not only with people driving cars, conversations. Would you engage yourself in it? Hey, how you doing? Fine. Talk to me. What's going on? Nothing. <laughs> Duh, I wonder why. Can you imagine being married to that? I'd rather put up with the yelling that I have to have that, oh, I, I mean, I, I'd rather. <laughs> hey, how's work? 
fine. I feel like saying, go do something. Go, 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 do, learn how to have a conversation. You are the dullest person. Now, I know I shouldn't be that way, but I am. I mean, be involved. I, 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 uh, I worked in the radiator shop in high school in the mornings. Got out of school early, went to uh, eventually the grocery business. I love that. I worked in the radio, radio shop here, up here in Hayward. And I, and I went to work there, and I worked all day. And then about 3.30 or 4 in the afternoon, I'd go to work at an ice cream shop. And in warm days over here, not very far from here, warm days, the line, would, the line was in, the, in the, the ice cream shop and out the door. And, you know, people are waiting and waiting. You'd think they'd have the order ready. I mean, after you're waiting, I mean... How many flavors are there? That particular place was the first one called 31 Flavors. So there's 31 flavors. Well, we know there's vanilla, and there's chocolate, and there's Rocky Road, and there's Spumoni, and there's uh, pistachio, and there's butter pecan. I mean, you know, and there's chocolate galore, and there's world-class chocolate now. Thank God for that. And then there's mocha and mocha almond fudge. Oh, yeah, I mean, come on, you know it's there. And Ralph finally gets up to the front. Hey, how are you? What can I get for you? See that one right there? Can I, can I, can I taste that? I feel like saying, no. You want it? Yes or no? The line's out the door. You want to start tasting? And they go through 25. Let me try this one. And, and then you ask them, yeah, would you like a plain cone or a sugar cone? How Brother Sly, how hard a decision is that? You want a sugar cone? How much are they? <laughs> I don't know how much they are. Yes or no? Go, 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 go! Give me a decision! And I'll say, okay. Butter pecan. How many scoops? Oh. <laughs> I, I mean, it's It's crazy. How much is one? $17. What do you think? There's a sign right there. Why do people, why do people have to drive this way? Why do people have to talk this way? Why do people have to order ice cream this way? Go, 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 get, get, get with it. Life, they were scattered everywhere and went. They started to do what God wanted them to do. What's God want you to do? Went, where, where does God want you to go? What does God want you to say? What does God want you to do in your life? I want you to see, as we speak, speak tonight about one word, go, 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 that we go during difficult moments. Look at chapter eight, verse one. There was great persecution against the church, which was at Jerusalem. Well, the lawman is here and his dear wife, they spent 22 years in a, in a communist country. They know something about persecution. They know something about being followed. They know something about the communists breathing down their neck. They know something about that. They know about persecution like I can't even begin to think about. They know about the underground church. They know these things in an undisclosed country. 
But may I tell you this? God's word is not bound where you cannot preach the word of God. Brother Lawman, you could tell me if this is true or not, but I know in that country where you serve, the largest country in the world, they say that 25,000 people a day are coming to know Christ through the underground ministry. God's not done with communist countries. God still is not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. It's an amazing thing, and I'm watching very carefully what I'm saying, how our ministry from this live stream and through the radio is getting in undisclosed countries these days. God still wants the world to get the gospel that Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, the life, and no man cometh unto the Father but by me. It's not time to give in and give up and give over and quit and say, oh, these are the last days. Nothing's going to happen. God undoubtedly like to send one more revival because, Brother John, when the trump sounds, there's seven years left. The trump of God and we which are alive remain shall be caught up to, and the next seven years, oh, there'll be some saved. They'll be martyred for the cause of Christ. We'll be gone. The rapture will be at the marriage supper of the Lamb and the beam of seat judgment of Christ. And they'll make a, a peace treaty with Satan himself. And things will be a little okay for a while. But soon, if you don't take the mark, of the beast. As I mentioned last week, a country where our missionaries, you cannot buy or sell. A child or adult cannot go to any store and buy and sell without your barcode. You're talking about getting set up and in those last seven years before the Battle of Armageddon, and before the millennial reign of Christ, in those last seven years, there'll be war and bloodshed like this world has never been seen. And people will die for the cause of Christ. And after this, I beheld and lo, a great multitude of all nations and kindreds and people and tongues. They stood before the throne and before the Lamb, crying, whose are these and whence came they? These are they that came out of the great tribulation and have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. They will die for the cause of Christ. It's time to go, go, go. It's time to get in every country we can get there. It's time to get Bibles to every country and get the radio in every country and get missionaries in every country and get buses running in all these cities and knocking on doors and back in the rest homes and visiting people and helping people. And they went, go, do something. You say, well, it's a difficult time. I would say verse one, great persecution's a difficult time. God's work can still go forward in difficult moments. Secondly, I see, not only when we go, there could be a difficult moment, but we just keep doing what is right. Notice what it says in chapter 8, verse 4, and they went, that were scattered about, they went everywhere preaching. And Philip went down to the city of Samaria and preached Christ unto them. He kept going. He went, the Bible says, 
to the city of Samaria. That's where God wanted the gospel to go. Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, that's where God wanted it to go. And now Philip, a, a, a preacher of the gospel, says, I'll go. I'll go, 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 go. I'll go to Samaria. And he went. Keep teaching your class when it's difficult. Just obey God. Keep running your bus. Keep being an usher. Keep being part of ladies soul winning, teen soul winning, church soul winning, bus soul winning. Keep, as you are on Saturday night, this great host of men that are in this auditorium that have fallen on their knees in prayer. Keep, keep coming. Keep praying. Oh, we've had prayer in this church 46 years on Saturday night. But it doubled, and then it doubled again, and then it doubled again through COVID the last two years. We met out in the tents and prayed. We met outside and prayed on Saturday night at 8 o'clock, and we've seen things happen. We've seen the ladies come to the front of the auditorium outside on those steps and kneel and pray. We've seen mothers coming by the school and in the grass and with their children these last two years, nearly two years now. In March, we've seen them coming and kneeling and praying all the time. You can go by, you can generally see. I had a preacher said, uh, I saw him in, in Tennessee a few months back, and he said, or Kentucky, wherever it was, I saw him. He said, you know, Brother Treber, I was out there with a bunch of preachers. We were in your capital working on some things, and, and he said, uh, we came by Santa Clara, California, the dark of the night, and we went to those front steps, and a group of us preachers just knelt and prayed for your great church. Thank you for your church still having church. Thank you for not caving. Thank you for not quitting. Go, 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 Just keep going. Go in difficult days and go. And by the way, just keep doing what's right. Thirdly, I'll close. Prepare for the blessings of God to be showered down. Don't put your shoes on yet, ladies. I'm not done. Chapter 8, verse 7. And the people with one accord gave heed to those things which Philip spake, hearing and seeing the miracles which he did. You see, God's going to give results. Wait a minute. Unclean spirits crying with a loud voice came out of many that were possessed with them. Many with the palsies were lame, were healed. There's great joy, great joy in that city. There was a certain man called Simon, which before was of the same city, used sorcery and bewitched the people of, there's this city, this area, this region, Samaria. He had a, 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 a county-wide, statewide effect, giving out themselves some great one, that he was a great one. They all gave heed from the least to the greatest, saying, this man has a great power of God, and to him they had, re, had regard because he had a long time had bewitched them with sorceries. That's why God wanted to get the gospel there, because of people like this that gave the people over, over to uh, Satan. When they believed Philip preaching the things concerning the kingdom of God and the name of Jesus Christ, they were baptized, both men and women. And Simon also believed this demon-possessed, godless man. He also believed. I wonder what godless 
president or vice president or supreme court or governor or mayor and perhaps many are watching right now. I wonder which one who's a heathen that hates God is the next one to get saved. Paul is going to get saved in the next chapter and he was hailing against the church, threatening the church, imprisoning the church. Here's a man who was demon-possessed, merchandising people, and he gets saved, and he was changed. Notice, by the way, it doesn't stop there. Go to verse 26. And the angel Lord spake to Philip, saying, Arise, go toward the south. Go toward the south. Go toward the south. Go, 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 go. Go to Samaria. Go, go, go to the south. From Jerusalem to Gaza, Gaza, which is the desert. And he rose and went. Behold, a man of Ethiopian, a eunuch of great authority, under Candace, the queen of the Ethiopians. He found this one, and he was returning, and sitting in his chariot, reading Isaiah the prophet. I wonder who we're going to find this week that's looking for God. Had a preacher years ago said, just keep knocking on doors. And when they don't want the gospel and want to slam the door, that's rare these days, by the way. People are looking for some answers. But if they don't want what you have, I, I've practiced this for years now. I just walk away and say, well, they weren't looking for you, God. I, I don't take it personal. It wasn't that they were looking for Jack Traper or looking for this church. They're not looking for God. But I'm just going to keep go, 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 go. I was in my prayer journal this morning, and I saw the name of this man and this lady that had passed away in our church many years ago. I have a list of all the members, and most of them I have the dates when they passed away, and I buried them, and they went to heaven. And I remember one, one morning, it was a Tuesday morning so many years ago, and I was knocking on doors, and I had zero success down this street and down this street and down this street, and zero success. I remember it was a hot summer day, knocking on doors, knocking on doors. And I said, Lord, there's one street over here, and I'm just going to go to the one more house, one more. And I got to that same thing, no, no answer. And I said, maybe one more. I went, more, I went five more houses and said, God, it's got to be this one. And, and the man who was elderly at the time, I thought, was maybe about 65 or 70, maybe 75. He said, come on in. I remember that couple getting saved and baptized and being faithful members here. I remember laying to rest over here at Oak Hill in San Jose. Can I tell you what they were looking for? They were looking for Christ. And door after door after door after door after door after street after street said no, but they said yes. I want you to know that he goes to this man and an Ethiopian eunuch, and the Spirit said to Philip, go near, go near. It's always going. In the book of Acts, there's 50 times that it says to go. Go south. Go to Gaza. Go to this street. Go to Macedonia. Go to this city. Go to this Bithynia. Go to the temple. Go to Jerusalem. Go to the brethren. Go to Antioch. God's telling for 50 times, go, go, go. And in 28 chapters, 50 times, go, 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 just keep going. Just keep going. And the Bible says, I want you to go there. And Philip ran. 
When the Spirit of God tells you to go do something, run to it. I find so many times people that are away from God or doubting God, and maybe you're almost done with God here, and you say, I just, I don't know what God, most of the time you're running from something, and you ought to run to something. You ought to run to the ministry or to the bus route or to the mission field or you ought to run to serve God or you ought to run, you ought to run to a Sunday school class or you ought to run to the choir or you ought to run to soul winning. But what are you doing? Nothing. You're here. God bless you. But you're one step from leaving here. But God wants us to go, 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 go. At the stop sign, go. At the stoplight, go. Make a decision in the ice cream parlor, go. Would you make a decision? Go, 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 go. And he said, what, uh, what are you reading? Verse 30, he said, how can I, I, I don't understand, unless someone should guide me. <laughs> Philip had to be thinking, I'm here. I'm in this desert. God sent me here. He told me to go, and here I am. And the place where he was reading the scripture was this. He was led as a sheep to the slaughter, like a lamb dumb before his shears, so he opened us not his mouth. And Philip, verse 35, opened his mouth and began at the same scripture and preached Jesus. And went on their way, and he came to certain water, and the eunuch said, See, heareth water. What doth hinder me to be baptized? And Philip said, If thou believest with all thine heart, thou mayest. And he answered and said, Brother Poussin, I never read this without thinking about you. I believed. When Curtis Hudson preached at first pastor's conference on a Sunday morning, you sat there in that auditorium. Your grandmother, who used to sit here, went home to be with the Lord, I think at age 95, just such a beautiful lady, a godly Christian. And Brother Poussin came forward and just said two words. I believe. That was 35 years ago. I believe. I believe. God changed that life. I believe. And when they were come up out of the water, verse 39, the Spirit of the Lord called away Philip. <laughs> you know why? God said, I want you to go, 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 go. There's more work to do. Tonight, as we close, Acts 1.8 said, I don't want you to stay in Jerusalem. I want you to go to Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria. So they didn't do it. I don't know if they were, I don't think they were being rebellious. They just, they got content right where they're at. And God said, I want you to go. Because he said, the last words he said after the resurrection, Matthew 28, go, 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 go ye into all the world. And preach the gospel to every creature. I wonder what God's telling you to go, 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 go do. Make sure it's not for yourself. Well, God's telling me to go get married tonight. <laughs> Why don't you find out what God's will for your life is before you add to it? I wonder if you could turn in closing with me in your psalm book to page 128. It may not be on the mountain height or over the stormy sea. It may not be at the battle's front. My Lord will have need of me. 
But if by a still small voice he calls to the past I do not know, saying, I'll answer, dear Lord, with my hand in thine. Sing, please. I'll go where you want me to go. Go, 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 go. I'll go where you want me to go, dear Lord, or mountain or plain or sea. I'll say what you want me to say, dear Lord. Hold your place right there, will you? God wants you to go do something this week. It might be go right next door. It might mean, let's, could, we, could we make a meal for somebody this week? It might mean, can I buy a, a turkey at the store this week? And they're not that much money, really, for a family. And just give them a turkey. Say, you're on my heart, you're on my thought. Could it be a neighbor? Could it be someone down the street? Could it be a, a, a widow that doesn't even come to this church? A widower? Could it be that a rest home, that, I was praying for our rest home people, to think, they, I think of Charles Roush, who in 1977 on Clyde Avenue began to wheel right next door to our church. He and I are the exact same age. He's about four months older than me. He's lived in that rest home since 1977. A few years ago, they moved him off of Candom in Hillsdale Avenue area, quite a ways, and he was coming. And then COVID hit. I've been there. I've only been able to see him one time where he's living. They're not allowed to have visitors. I, I just used to love going next door to play checkers with him. He beat me every time. I love at Christmas, we buy them Christmas gifts and checkerboards and various things. That I just love to see them. Did you know that I entered the thorn of grace this morning? I can't go see Phyllis right next door. She lives about 100 feet away from her daughter and her condo and her mom there. You know, I can't go see in that building, Herman. I, I can't see the shut-ins. But I can go to the throne of grace on their behalf. I wonder what God wants you to do in prayer this week. I, I wonder if he wants you to pray, beg God, for Brother David Russ and Jen Russ and the teens, these teenagers. I wonder, if, I wonder if that's what God wants you to do. Without asking anybody, I wonder if God is leading your heart. You know of a prodigal son or a prodigal daughter, and God is saying, maybe your kids are living for God, but maybe there's a good young fellow, a good young lady, but they're prodigal away from God. And instead of getting mad at it, maybe God's going to raise the, you up to go to the throne of grace boldly on their behalf. 
I'm just channeling this. And they went everywhere. Go, 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 go. Sing that chorus. If you would, one more time, let's stand together. I'll go where you want me to Wait, 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 wait on God. But as you're waiting, still serving. Go, 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 go. Keep running the bus and keep teaching the classes. Keep singing the choir. Peace, quit, continue to pass tracks and continue to be a prayer warrior. Just keep go, 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 go. Oh, I tell you what, it's frustrating when you see someone not being willing to have a conversation. They just sit there and, or they sit through the light or they won't make a decision. God wants you to decide. When will you decide? You're going to decide for yourself or are you going to decide for God? What is it tonight? Thank you for listening to the audio preaching podcast from North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California, led by Pastor Jack Treber. For more information about our ministry or to find out how to get in contact with us, visit our website at nvbc.org. May God bless you as you serve Him this week.